During this period, I would go on Facebook, as that was the cheapest means of communicating with family and friends in Nigeria, and I would see people who seemed to be making progress. You know, they were getting married, having children, graduating from programs, job promotions, and advancing in their careers, you know, etc. When I saw those pictures, those videos, I felt a sense of gloom or sadness. You know, so I had to ask myself, what was really happening here? Why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling so down? Welcome to the Happy African Marriage Podcast, a show where we empower, equip, and encourage you to build a stronger marriage in these modern times, even if you're raising a family. We are Dr. Eben and David, a Christian couple, happily married life partners, parents of three, and marriage partnership coaches. If you're ready to build an enriching marriage partnership for a peaceful, thriving, and unified home, and a lasting legacy of impact for future generations, this podcast was made for you. So, stay tuned. Be prepared to be empowered and inspired to build the happy African marriage you truly desire. I mean, make we talk the matter. Hi, friend, and welcome to another episode on the show. What is your weather like? You know, here in Canada, the weather is becoming cooler and the leaves changing their color as the fall season is ushered in. It's so beautiful. You know, today I have an interesting episode. I, because this is going to be a solo episode. But before we go into it, let me share this story. My first few years in Canada, or in my first few years in Canada, it looked as though I was not making progress, you know, for someone who was in his second year in his um, master's program in Nigeria, I had left that program to move to Canada. All attempts to transfer my credits from my school so I could continue the master's program here seemed to fail. So I got a job. My first job was working in a grocery store, you know, stocking groceries, entering into freezers to get frozen meat and foods, <laughs> mopping spills. You know, some of you listening may, may have had a similar experience. The next job I got was marking high school exams, which was a temporary one, I think, for about a month. And then I got a job as a security officer. It was while I was working as a security um, officer that I met and married my blessed and beautiful wife. Well, that's a story for another day. Where am I going with this? During this period, I would go on Facebook, as that was the cheapest means of communicating with family and friends in Nigeria, and I would see people who seemed to be making progress. You know, they were getting married, having children, graduating from programs, job promotions, and advancing in their careers, you know, etc. When I saw those pictures, those videos, I felt a sense of gloom or sadness, you know. So I had to ask myself, what was really happening here? Why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling so down? When I found out that my countenance changed with my Facebooking, I had to reduce my Facebook activity to an acceptable dose where 
it no longer affected me. So what does this have to do with your marriage? <laughs> or how does this apply to marriage? I'll tell you. There is this habit I would like to address, a habit that we sometimes fall into at times without even knowing it. This habit has caused quite a lot of problems in homes because it takes you to a place of unhappiness, insecurity, low self-esteem, and sometimes jealousy and anger. I am talking about comparing your spouse or your marriage with another. You must know by now that we live in a global village. And why is that? Because we don't have to live in the same neighborhood to know about the life of another person living in another neighborhood or in another continent. <laughs> Enter the world of technology and the internet. A world where you see beautiful pictures and videos of couples with hashtags like you and I forever, marriage goals, we don't hammer, we are blessed. You know those hashtags. <laughs> Now, depending on the current state of your marriage, subconsciously you may find yourself comparing your spouse or your marriage to another person's spouse or marriage. I do consider myself a confident person and don't deal with insecurities. But I would be lying if I say that I haven't had some moments in my life when this sneaks in, but I catch myself quickly. Like me, you may have found yourself doing some comparison, whether in your profession, your career, your marriage, and this has brought sadness to you and has affected you negatively. Well, I am here to help. But before I go on to tell you some ways in which I have used to overcome comparison, let me give you some comparison scenarios in marriages that has happened and then reveal to you what truly was happening. The first scenario, Mr. and Mrs. Calabar just updated their Instagram page with pictures and videos of their trip to Dubai with the hashtag living the life, happy wife, happy life, and best husband for life. <laughs> and Mr. Sokoto is looking at this and, and wondering when he would be able to take his wife to Dubai and he begins to feel like a failure. That's the first scenario. The next scenario, or the second scenario, is a husband complaining that his wife does not give him enough sex. He says three of his friends say that they have sex with their wives daily. Hmm. But he just has it once a week. And for that reason, he feels his wife does not love him enough. And here this last scenario. A wife complains that her husband is not romantic because he does not open the door of the car for her to go in or get out like Mr. Kaduna does for Mrs. Kaduna. <laughs> okay, now let's see what is truly happening with these couples in these different scenarios. And that's because I have an inside view of their situations. So, for the first one, who went to Dubai? Mr. Kalaba is a serial cheater. And this Dubai trip was a way of appeasing Mrs. Kalaba for his last escapade. Do you see that? For the second scenario, this man does not know that his friends are not being truthful 
One of his friends, the last time he had sex was six months ago. <laughs> the other one does not sleep in his house as he and his wife are separated. And the last one is the only one having it, <laughs> but once a week. <laughs> and the final scenario, Mr. Cardinal was not being romantic at all. He was doing it, you know, opening the door for his wife to get in and out because the door handle to the vehicle is broken and it takes some special skills, skills to open the door. So he had no choice but to go around and open the door for his wife. So do you get the gist? <laughs> what I'm saying is that it does not always look like what it seems. We need to understand that we see in part and we know in part. We don't usually have the full story. That one minute reel, that one shot, that 10 minute video is not enough to tell their whole story. Now, on the flip side, for marriages that are thriving and posts that are actually authentic, have you, you know, tried to even ask you know, to find out challenges these people have faced in the past. Do you know the individual and collective struggles they went through as a, a couple? Do you know the training, the support, their background, the investment they have put in their marriage? And are you willing to also go through their experience to get where they are? Beloved, again, that one minute reel, that one shot, that 10 minute video is not enough to give the whole picture, to tell the state of a person's relationship or how they got there. So what can you do to ensure you don't go down this rabbit hole of comparison? These are some of the things that I have done. There may be others that may have helped you in the past, but these are some things that I have done. You need to identify your triggers and avoid them. If spending time on Facebook, Instagram, or any social media, or even the company that you keep, you know, like the man who had his friends, you know, talking of escapades that were not true, and, and this triggers you, you may want to reduce your dose or outrightly avoid them for a season or permanently. The other thing you can do is don't feed your emotions. When you find out that you are going down that route, don't stew on it. Don't get into a pity party. Instead, you can do this next thing. Live a life of gratitude. Gratitude for what you have and gratitude for what others have. That's what makes life interesting. Variety, they say, is the spice of life. Appreciate God for what you have. As I say, an attitude of gratitude will determine your altitude. The other thing you can do is stop comparing their scene with your own scene. I'll take it again. Stop comparing their scene with your own scene. What does this mean? You only see a part of this individual, but you have a full view of yours. <laughs> When you realize that this is not a fair comparison, you would feel better of yourself. It's just like you just see a piece of a 500-piece puzzle. 
and you are comparing that piece to the picture on the box, it will not look the same. It really is an unfair comparison. The next thing you know you can do is use comparison for aspirations, inspiration, or motivation. Aspirations are a strong desire to achieve something high or great. It refers to hope and ambition. You can say to yourself, I can achieve this too. You know, when you see couples and you see what they are achieving and what they are doing, you can also say, yeah, you know what? If this person can, then I can also. Inspirations, you know, the, the process of being mentally stimulated to do or feel something, especially to do something creative. And this, this can inspire you and lead you to aspiration, the hope and the ambition. And then motivation, that's the reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. You are motivated to work on your marriage. And the other thing is seek a support group. Now, depending on how this comparison affects you, you may need a support group. You may even need a therapist, a counselor, or a coach to dig in and figure out where these insecurities are coming from. And lastly, use God's word for affirmations. Some of these include, I am what God says I am. The plan God has for me are thoughts of good and not of evil. I'm above only and not beneath. Whatever I lay my hands on will prosper. And for your marriage, you could use things like, he that finds a wife is a good, finds a good thing, therefore my wife is good. I'm created in the image and likeness of God, so all things godly is for my home. No weapon fashioned against my home will prosper, and every negative tongue I condemn. It is the will of God for me and my family to prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers. So I declare that you know, there will be no root of bitterness that will be sown in my marriage. The peace that passes all understanding is found in my home. The Lord has joined me and my spouse together. Therefore, no human or thing shall put us asunder. These are just a few that you can use as affirmations. So, when next you find yourself crawling into the hole of comparing your spouse or marriage to another, remember the above. And I know that with time, you would get a handle of it. One final thought. Your marriage is unique. There is no marriage like yours. Your spouse is unique. There is no spouse like your spouse. And I think it's going to be unfair to make that comparison with others. What you need to do is align your marriage with God's word, which means, am I meeting up to what God's word says about my marriage? And I think that is what is the most important, not what people say not what you see, not what you hear. No, it has to be put on the scale of God's word. And when you do that, you'll be certain that you're not in this world to compete with any other couple or marriage because God's word 
is your standard. Amen. So I've come to the end of this episode and I just want to thank you for taking our time to listen to this podcast. I appreciate you for joining us today. Till next week, God bless you and yours. Shalom. If you like that and mom show, please don't forget to leave them a review to, to spread, spread the love. Hi friend, if this podcast has inspired you or you found value in today's episode, one of the best ways to thank us is to leave a written review in our Apple podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Also, please feel free to share this episode on your social media channels. And together, let's join the Happy African Marriage Movement as we work together to break the cycle of managing or enduring marriages for our children and the next generations after them. Remember, the state of our marriages today can impact our future generations. Shalom. <laughs>